0: Hey guys, we're Mike and Paige. We are college sweethearts living in the Nashville area. We have four exuberant children. (laughs) um, And we love a good podcast and we love a good story. So we thought we'd put those two things together and make our own. So thanks for joining us. This is Laugh So You Don't Cry.
1: So now it's my turn to tell an embarrassing story about me. So um, one summer after college, I, well, during college, I ran missions trips, um, in New Orleans and it was super awesome. It was really fun. It was like me and four girls and a couple, um, they were married and we had a blast. All these teams would come down. It was a great time. Well, during that time, I just so happened to lose like 40 pounds in a summer. I'm not really sure how that happened, probably because I was walking around in a very hot and humid place.
0: Picking up all those beads.
1: Nope. (laughs) Drinking tons of water. Um, And I had really great Cajun food, but I don't know. Anyways, I lost like so much weight. I came home that summer from the missions trip before I went back to college, and my best friend was like, Paige, did you? I mean, you have lost a lot of weight. And I was like, I don't know, because... I was running missions trips. It's not like I was, like, getting dressed in front of a mirror. on
0: the scale, you're like, ooh.
1: Right. I was, like, putting on dirty clothes that I was going to get, like, disgusting. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was sweating nonstop. That was probably, I was, like, in a sauna all the time. So, anyways, that semester, I felt, like, legit good about myself. The whole time, I knew that I, like, looked super great in every outfit. I was like, girl you looking fly. Shebang. Yeah. Like, so I was so excited to go home that, um, Christmas. Also it was that semester. I'm a kind of a late bloomer in life and it was that semester. She's, uh,
0: she's still blooming. <laughs>
1: Probably. <laughs> um, it was that semester that I learned how to like do makeup, make myself like do my hair. How old
0: were you? Look pretty. You're in college right oh, now, right? It,
1: I was 20. Yeah. So you're, that's when I learned how to do makeup. Gotcha. Yeah, one hundred percent. I was
0: thirteen when I learned how to do makeup. So. For
1: sure. Yeah, as one as a young emo kid would. Yes. Anyways, so <laughs> I um I am feeling myself, and my friends had this tradition that we would like go and do something um around christmas time get dressed up really cute so i had this uh bridesmaids dress that i got altered and um i loved it and i was looking really good i had been tanning oh. i mean like i was ready to go and also there was this guy that i had a crush on who was a part of our friend group and i knew that i would see him what was his name i'm not saying <laughs> we will call him chuck and I was like super pumped to see Chuck. I knew that I would see him and I was going to look like amazing. I already had planned to like get together with my bestie Sarah. We were going to do our makeup and we we're going to do our hair together. And I still have like so many pictures from getting ready that night. Anyways, you Is that remember the picture like
0: picture you, you, you two were like in the bathroom mirror looking yes. at each other? Okay. Yeah. A you, looked, you looked fly. I mean like
1: I'm saying.
0: Your hair was a little too short back then, but it looked good. It was a little good. short. It, it was really good.
1: Anyways, so I was feeling myself is the whole part of this. Like Paige was like as cocky as cocky can be. And that afternoon I was playing with my niece. It had rained um, and we were playing tag around my mom's um, SUV. So I'm tracing her around this SUV and I had flats on and I went to lunge to tag her. And when I did, I fell flat on my face, just landed on the (laughs) moneymaker.
0: On the goods.
1: (laughs) On the goods. And I stood up and I had a big all fat lip. Like just like instantaneous fat lip.
0: The Lord spited your pride. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) 1,000. So if you go back and like look at all those pictures, I'll post them. Look at all those pictures. It's like Paige with this, like, I'm doing this half smile with my lips together, trying to, like, make my lip not look worse.
0: Which is really rare because it, every picture we're in throughout years, she's always got this big smile on her face. And she's always, always got a, her mouth <laughs> mouth mouth open, teeth showing. Her Like, she hates when I smile without my teeth.
1: 1,000%. When you smile, I want to see teeth. Everyone. Like... That's why I don't know. That's why we're smiling. I want to. I often see hear
0: teeth. yell to kids, smile with your teeth. Yeah,
1: I want to see them teeth. <clears throat> so, anyways, there is the story of how the Lord smite me, smote me, smoted. I was smoted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was Paige's fat lip story. Uh, <laughs> not so, induced by Mike. Not induced by Mike. Um, that's really <laughs> that's awkward. That's awful. Uh, so, last week, we talked about my story and my testimony, whatever you want to call it. Um, and as, and if not more important, this is Paige's story this week. Um, I'm really excited to hear it. I've for never, sure, not more I, I've, important. I've, I've actually never heard it before, so this is the first time for me.
1: Um, you've heard it tons of times.
0: So, I probably wasn't paying attention, I'll be honest. Oh. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I fully know it. Uh, so, yeah, guys, thanks for uh, joining us. So, Paige.
1: So, I was born in Nashville. We actually live in my childhood home. Um, Two years ago, my parents gave it to us. We inherited my childhood home. But I was born in Nashville um, in 1988. Mike said the greatest year was 1984, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm feeling 88. Um, My parents are still married. I am the youngest of three. I have an older sister named Beth, who is an actual saint. Elizabeth. Uh, Beth is... As humble as they can be, she is as kind and giving. She is super loving. Um, she loves kids and she loves cats.
0: Don't let her fool you guys. She's she she can be feisty though.
1: Oh, sometimes she can she can have a real bite sometimes, and I'm like, whoa! <laughs> oh, there it
0: is. That's actually kind of like a cat. Like she's sweet, you know. But then when like, she
1: like makes you your own,
0: like she's yeah, she's very loyal when mm-hmm. when they when she chooses you. But out of nowhere, she'll just be. <laughs>
1: she's great. I love my sister, Beth. And then I have an older brother, David. Um, David and I have always had a rocky relationship. I love my brother, but we are oil and water. Mm. We are different. Um, From a very young age, I have loved the Lord. And from a very young age, He has decided not to. So all of our life choices look completely different from each other. And whereas I don't agree with a majority of his lifestyle style choices, um, I can still love and appreciate that he's my brother. Yeah, so, a
0: big nature versus nurture, it seems like they're like...
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, my mom always says that she had three oldest children, that we all had <laughs> like <laughs> dominant personalities.
0: It's I, I never thought about that. It's actually really true.
1: So my sister was oldest because she was physically the oldest, but she also has kind of a docile personality in that like she will let other people lead. Um, But she's also the oldest.
0: She's also a a natural caregiver, which makes her an oldest.
1: Yeah. Um, My brother is a very dominant personality. When you get in the room with him, he is the only authority. (laughs) And so um, he was the authority because he just thought that that was his place in life. Um, And I hate people telling me what to do. (laughs) (laughs) That is a fault. I am not perfect um i will admit it and so
0: and (coughs) just as a side note uh the way i've learned to work around that is
1: (laughs) work around it
0: uh, yeah that's the best i don't want to say the word manipulate uh is you got to make things their idea
1: oh stop it (laughs)
0: like you know what sounds great man the dishes getting done just sounds like it'd be a great idea. You have never said And then she's like, you know, it's a great idea getting the dishes done. And I'm like, you know, that's a great idea. Oh, my gosh. Somebody should this do has that. This never
1: been a conversation between us. She eyes. doesn't know, guys. It's okay. <laughs> Anyways, so I was a dominant. I am a dominant personality. Mm-hmm. And um, I felt like I was the oldest because you weren't going to tell me what to do. And anything that they did, I could do bigger and better. So... Um, I'm a venture seeker, and my my family always tells this story, like, um, they saw hang gliding on the side of the road, like a, an attraction, not just, like, people doing <laughs> it. And uh, I was the youngest, and I think my mom even had to lie on the paperwork to say that I was old enough to do it. And Beth got up, like, she walked... Um, Where were uh, you guys at? Where was this at? Um, I think it was somewhere in between here and Gatlinburg. I'm not sure. Hang gliding? Hang gliding, yeah. So, like on the, the tethered hang gliding. Oh,
0: gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> so,
1: Beth walks up to like the drop off point. She gets up there and she's like, not no. a chance. <laughs> um, Davey walks up there and he's like, mm, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm a thrill seeker. I have bungee jumped. I want to ju- skydive. Like, I love heights. Um, Roller coasters, yeah, you bigger love the all better, that. like yeah. anything. I like Russian adrenaline. Roulette,
0: you know, anything that gets the blood going,
1: for sure. Not Russian roulette, guys. I <laughs> <laughs> like my life. I don't want, <laughs> <ugh>. So, <clears throat> anyways, that's our personalities. So, even though I was the youngest, I, uh, I don't know. I wasn't really raised to be the baby. Mm. Although I think my siblings would say that I was definitely spoiled. I will, I will, <laughs> secede to that. <laughs>
0: Like, Can I give my input or not? Sure. No, no, I, don't think you were, oh, I think you were spoiled because you were the baby, but also because... <coughs> but know. I
1: also had parents that, like, within reason, gave us yeah. all things Everybody. that we wanted.
0: Yeah, you guys never went without.
1: No. Um, so I grew up a believer. Um, my parents are believers. Um, my mom tells this story about how... There's one day we were driving in the car, and back in the '90s, there used to be these um, psychic commercials that were on TV. And I said I was like three, and we were in a truck, and they, you know, before booster seats were a thing, and before like real car seats. You're riding
0: in the back of the truck. It was Tennessee,
1: okay? It was Tennessee. So we're driving in the truck, and there's the um, the bucket seats. And there's a Bible like in between mom and I, and we're driving and I bring up the psychics on TV and I say something like, mom, I don't know why people want to call psychics to find out the truth. The truth is right here. And I like tapped the Bible and I said, in God's word or something like that. And I'm like three. So like, that's kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, that's like, <laughs> that was kind of my life growing up. Um, I don't remember a time that... I wasn't a believer, um, definite like sanctification process. The more I learned about God, the more he helped me die to myself. And I'm not Mm. saying like, my gosh, I'm not perfect. I am sinful. I am well aware of my sin. Um, but it was definitely like a, a daily walk with the Lord. I don't remember a time where I said no to the Lord Mm. and did my own thing for a while. Um,
0: what brought you to that? Like like I like I know you say you don't you don't remember a time you weren't, but like were are there any memories or like anything like that you saw as instrumental to that? Getting you there?
1: Like why I stayed in the faith?
0: Yeah, why'd you stay, but like what like were you exposed to church often? Like
1: Yeah. So um growing up, my family went to an Episcopalian church until I was in fourth grade. We went to different Episcopalian churches. Um the Lord called my mom to himself when she was thirty and she went to this Bible study called BSF, which is a phenomenal Bible, bible study. study
0: fellowship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I highly
1: recommend it. Or um if you have community bible study, it's also really great. Yeah,
0: super good program, guys.
1: Um Highly, highly recommend if you don't have a Bible study. Those are great ones to go to.
0: In fact, me and really quick, me and Paige were in one that, well, so my in laws were in one like a couple years ago here and when we were living here and they invited us to start going. And we.
1: We were the youngest by like 50 years.
0: Easily. Like I'm, I was like 32, 33, and they were like. Eighty-three, <laughs> and Legit, they were. Like, it was the
1: best Bible study I've ever been a part of because the wisdom that those people mm-hmm. had. I just like. I did not talk the entire time. I was like, whatever y'all have to say, I I just want to be a sponge. Yeah, it was
0: great. Seeing so, you know, all these old men
1: <laughs> with their
0: with their little canes, and oh, they are awesome. Good men. Good men. Good men. Yeah.
1: So I think lots of things kept me in the faith. I had a family that um, were believers. My mom is a strong believer. I had. Um, constant people in my life who are mentors who uh, went before me. Um, I also watched people a lot Hmm. um, and I value watching and learning from other people and the mistakes they make so that I won't make those mistakes. Um, So that was a a big factor in my life. And um, I think... Oh, so we went to an Episcopalian church until I was 11, and then my mom had a hairdresser friend who um, went to a church that had Saturday night services. Well, my family, I know this is a huge surprise, (laughs) but my family likes to party. Um, Growing up, my parents wanted to like When they were working, they worked hard, Mm -hmm. and when they were off, they partied hard. So party for us went looked like we always were in a pool. We were always going on vacations. We were always like going and doing something, like going to a um, like a park, a a waterfall. You know, like it didn't have to be spending a ton of money, but we were like going to do something fun every day. Which I for sure anticipate every day. I need to do something fun to me. It's a huge value in my life. so anyways, this friend asked my mom to go to church with her, and it was a Saturday night. And my mom said, hey, if we try it out on Saturday night, um, we'll go to a water park the next morning on Sunday, because it was like the opening season. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> and we were like, yep, hmm So we tried out this church. It was a domina- non-denominational church um, in that, um, is a that is a really big church. It's only gotten bigger.
0: Not going to name drop?
1: No, mm. that's okay. Mm. So uh, we went to the church, and I was like, we're never leaving. I love mm. this church. I love this place. It's great. We're staying forever. Do you remember why? Um, I really loved the uh, Sunday school classroom. Like, the teachers were super nice. The activities were great. We sang. Like, I just, I, I felt really welcomed. Um, I met a good friend there, Stephen, who I was like, I'm still friends with today, Like my first Sun my first Saturday night going to. Like the people at this church, and then there still are incredibly friendly and still some of my good friends today. Oh yeah. Um so I went to that church. I something I really appreciate about my family. Um, my mom wanted us to have experiences at all denominations. She wanted us to see um, what other parts of Christianity believed, um, so that we could take what they valued and appreciated, so like we didn't have any ill will towards Baptist or Church of Christ or Episcopalians or uh, you know name all the denominations. Um, so if there was a church that had a um, a VBS and it was a different denomination, my mom was like, "Yeah, let's go." Or a different church camp. I went yeah. to a. Church of God of Prophecy Bible Camp one time, Um, or maybe it was a Pentecostal. Either way, yes, there was fire and there were tongues, and I loved it. I was like, okay, guys, we're like, we're doing some things here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But I loved that about my mom because I was I was exposed at a young age to different um, different ways to approach the Lord. And how to appreciate other people and how they, how they view their doctrine, mm. um, and I really love, I really love that, and I had a, a good appreciation for different denominations. Yeah, I hope that's something that we can give to our kids as they grow up. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're, we're going to be within our body, but I yeah. want to expose them to different um, denominations. I They're going to be great.
0: Baptist for the rest of their life. It's okay.
1: I. I'm thoroughly enjoying being Baptist friends. Like i got this is my first time like being a part of a Baptist church and we've been there for a year and a half.
0: Yeah, she loves it. It's I so love funny. it. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I'm used to it. I'm like, is it voting time? Oh we're having a we're having a Gosh, church meeting. The first
1: time they voted. I was like, Mike, what
0: is this? More food? Okay.
1: And he was like, Oh, you've never been a part of a church that voted and I was like, we're voting on a budget? What? Yeah, right. And every week we get an email that says like how much our tithes were with the week before, like the as a global church. Yeah. And I'm like, what? This is amazing.
0: It's amazing that there can be communication to the church body. Yeah. And not every denomination does that, but it's just really funny because like we, like I'm used, I'm used to having like a potluck yeah. all the time. We don't do that at this one, but yeah, is Well, also,
1: a like, um, bulk of our time has been during COVID, so we're not... Yeah. But it, they said that... Oh, yeah, we had one for the youth group. We, we had did, one yeah. recently.
0: Bring on the potlucks. Yeah.
1: Come on, Hope. <laughs> so anyways, um, I think I've mentioned before that in my family, we talked a lot about sex growing up, um, and we talked a lot about dating. And somehow I... And I also grew up in the true love waits time, um, and I had decided... That I only wanted to date well, let me back up. Back up. In high school, my ninth grade year, I like quote unquote dated a boy. (laughs) And I like held hands with him one time, I think. I I know. I mean it's pure scam. No, this
0: is coming to light to me. I didn't know you held hands with another guy. Oh
1: my gosh. Yes you did. No,
0: I I don't think I did. Stop it.
1: Anyways. (laughs) My whole life is a lie. The whole all of it. (laughs) All of it,
0: really. Taking the kids. (laughs) Stop
1: it. Um And we were like not dating dating for about two weeks. Then one weekend I came back from, you know, the weekend to school and this guy had like started dating another girl during the weekend. Like there was a party and they started making out like Friday night and then they started dating. I don't know. So I came back on Monday and found this out. and was like, legit heartbroken so you were like
0: his gateway like he held hands with her i know or you and he's making out with this listen girl. i want
1: to also let you know that this guy dated her for the entire rest of like high school so like four years
0: oh my gosh you're like that good luck chuck movie i am
1: i a little you, bit
0: you find like you <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyways i uh i was like super in pain from that which is such a silly thing but also it was like very real for me in the moment um, and I decided, like, legitimately, that little pain made me decide that I didn't want to date anyone unless I thought I was going to marry them. Why?
0: Why? Which, did, why did we do an episode of mine who, who got away? We could have done yours about who he, the one who got away.
1: Oh my gosh, I can't remember the kid's name. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. That's even better. That's,
1: I can't. I think his we'll, name was. We'll Chris
0: call him maybe, Chuck. We'll call him Chuck.
1: But people call <laughs> like he was really into SpongeBob, and like.
0: Oh no! You know. I
1: know! No. I know! No, no I no respectable
0: know. man is like
1: okay, well first of all we're in high school. It's not I know we weren't mature enough to fall in love and get engaged, but
0: <laughs> people from Michigan are just a little more mature than the Southerners.
1: Right, for sure, for sure. But anyways, I had decided I wasn't going to date anyone unless I was going to marry them. So, that was also really tied in with like the true love waits thing. <gasps>
0: You had a period, purity ring, didn't I you? for
1: sure had a purity oh, ring. Actually, I, I have it. Yeah. I when t- we got I took your in-
0: purity ring. <laughs>
1: well, yes. Yes, he did, guys. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> uh, that whole heartbreak whatever made me decide that I was only going to date one guy and then I was going to marry him. Um, so that was also during the true love waits thing, which we just talked about, but... I um, like I bought in hook line and sinker to true love we- weights, and I know that there's like a whole lot of backlash towards purity culture, um, but I also think that that's something that we can extend grace in because we were all just trying to figure out how do we communicate God's standards for dating, mm-hmm. God's standards for marriage, yeah. God's standards for you know how to honor God with our bodies. Um, And I I know that it has warped some things, um, in people's minds. I know that there's like this whole resurgence of like purity culture ruined blah blah blah. But also, like, I want to hold that with an open hand, and I want to thank it for the great things that it gave me and the great motivation that it did. Mm -hmm. And also, there was a little bit of I don't want to call it deconstructing, but maybe that of like, okay, I did mess up in this area. Like, that doesn't make me a, less of a human or less of God loving me or less of um, a child of God, X, Y, and Z. And I do understand that that takes some, like, molding and, and maybe even counseling and maybe some working through. Um, but I've, I grew up in the huge, like, true love's weight thing. And, and that was a huge proponent of why I decided not to date anyone. Until I thought I was going to marry the guy.
0: You know, and as you say that, I, because I know, I know like the transparency that, uh, that you and your family had growing up. Like, like her mom was a nurse for like 30 some odd years. And like transparency, like if you're old enough to ask it, you're old enough to know. And I think like as you're saying that, I realized something like the purity culture thing didn't harm you the way that it harmed. I used harmed lightly like so many other people. You're not like bitter bitter at it. And no, I think I
1: agree, but I, I know what you're saying.
0: But I well, see I and, and I I think it's I mean a big part of it is like you're like you didn't just listen to the book and like, you know, like kissing, dating goodbye. Like it wasn't just those resources telling you how to do it, mm-hmm. but like you had your parents to go to as right. well.
1: Right. And I do think that, that played, that really played a
0: really huge probably a big role because
1: Because I had people to bounce it off of. Yeah. And I always remember, like I would talk to anyone and everyone about sex and about like how do we, how do we biblically view this and how do we walk through that and how do we like I don't even in my internships I would bring it up and like when I, was,
0: I sorry I'm sorry go ahead no go ahead <laughs> when I was Facebook stalking you before we dated uh, there was no, a picture of you me. there was a picture of you in in the Moody Library holding up a book that says like God sex in the Bible yeah or something like that and I, I was, wrote like,
1: a paper <laughs> on it
0: <laughs> we're being like. Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) gross.
1: I thought you were going to talk about, there's a friend that I have, um, and he and I uh, really clicked. We had a good time. Like, he was a buddy of mine, but he had a shirt that said Virginity Rocks, and on the back it said, I love my wife, and I haven't even met her yet. Oh, gosh, yeah. I don't know. I'm like 1,000 in for that shirt. What was the
0: shirt that you wore during our, our pictures? our engagement pictures. Waiting
1: like, for my holy hunk okay, or something. Yeah, right. My and mom the, bought me that.
0: And I was like, the, the picture was her standing there and I was like in the background, like, like faded out a little bit. We'll, we'll try to find that and post that one. Okay.
1: Too. First of all, though, it was like 2010. That was very 2010. Oh, yeah. Of a picture.
0: Yeah. Very much so. <laughs>
1: So anyways, so I talked about that church that I started going to when we were 11. We, I ended up going there until I went to college. Um, fantastic church. Mm-hmm. And I like... Guys, I practically lived there. By the time I was in high school, I was in every, like, I was in the choir. I was in senior high youth group, but I also led a junior high youth group. I was running a Sunday school classroom. I was like, anytime I could be at the church doing something, I was there. Then in college, I kept doing all those things Mm -hmm. and doing a college group. Um, So I... Like loved my church and I was like in it to win it. Like was there all the time. Mike might be Mr. Moody, but I was like Miss World Outreach. Like that was my church growing up. Name drop. I did say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> which it's a great church, guys. Like I have no ill will towards World Outreach at all. It's just we don't go there We're anymore. borough. Yeah. Yeah, you, um, can, you can
0: even find... You know those, like, donor bricks at churches? Like, Paige has, like, four or five of them. Um, no, I don't. Her name's out there on the wall. You can see it.
1: Paige High. Well, my main name was High, so Paige High, Paige High. No.
0: And how did you explain people your name? Paige High? Like, not high, but low. No, And nope. then you always did, like, the weed thing, like...
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're I don't... Like, you are like, high. Not high, but, like, high. high. <laughs> like <and> how, <laughs> Like, put my hand down low and then be, like, high, like, higher. <laughs> Anyways... So at World Outreach, I met a really good friend. Her name's Katie Keegan, or was. She's now married. She's a callow. And um, her dad would, um, her dad worked for Moody Radio, and on Sundays, we were there all the time. So I would go to church, I would have Sunday school for like kindergarten and first grade, leave the you know Sunday school classroom. Then I would go to Katie's house before we had to be back for like youth leaders meeting or whatever. It's such a
0: long day.
1: I know, but um, and the church was like 20 minutes from my house, so I tried to like stay in town. Mm-hmm. So I would have lunch with their family. And we started talking, and at the time, I wanted to go to school to be a counselor for teenage girls, um, and I was talking about what I wanted to go to school for, and I knew that I wanted to go to a Christian college because I didn't want to go to, like, a university, a state university um, for counseling. I wanted to make sure that it was in the faith, and... Um, and her dad was like, "Well, you should check out Moody." And this was the first time I ever heard anything about Moody. And the first thing he told me was that it was tuition free. And I was like, "I'm sorry, to say what?" <laughs> um, and that's how I found out about Moody. Like I have Katie to thank and Mr. Keegan to thank <laughs> for that. Um, and so I was like, "Cool. Well, I'm set. Like I'm I'm going." So I applied, um, set my hat like I'm I'm going to Moody. Um, what I didn't know is how many people applied to go to Moody and how little people got in. Mm-hmm. And I thought like I was a shoe-in. I had like 365 volunteer hours like in a year of like just all the things that I did for my community. I was like, I have loved Jesus since my infancy. You're like the
0: poster <laughs> child. For yeah.
1: I mean, I was like, I'm gonna get in so much so that my mom told me, I don't need to apply. You don't need to apply for any other colleges. Like just apply to Moody. Well, you all know where this is going. I didn't get in. (laughs) Um, I guess I didn't sell myself enough. When it happened, Mr. Keegan was like, Paige, like, why don't you think you got in? Like, I think you would have been great. Like, why do you know? And I said, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't, I I guess I didn't sell myself. And he's like, Paige, the The two times that you need to tell, not be humble and tell people about yourselves is job interviews and college applications. Like, those are the two times that it's okay not to be humble.
0: And when you're on your first date.
1: And, oh, sure. (laughs) So, I have, thank you, Mr. Keegan. I have thought about that lots. (laughs) Every job interview that I go into, I think about that piece of advice. So, anyways, I didn't get in and I was like, super disappointed. I didn't understand it really. Um, and again, there's that pride and arrogance. I I was like, I don't, I don't know why I didn't get in. Who, who are the people that get in if I didn't get in? Again, pride, again, arrogance. Um, but I am so thankful for that year because it was that year that I met some dear friends who, um, who were so valuable in my life. Um, It was in that year that one of my very best friends, Sarah, became a believer. Mm. Um, And I'm just like, I'm so thankful for that year that I went to community college. I didn't apply to anywhere else, so (laughs) I had to go to community college, which was great. I actually super loved... I went to Motlow, and I loved Motlow. Like, it was a
0: fantastic... And that was tuition-free, too, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: it was a fantastic um, school. I highly recommend it. So... Um, after that year, it was time for me to apply again, and my mom was like, hey, I think you should apply to Moody. And I go, absolutely not. <laughs> they told me no. They said, no, I'm done with you. And a big um, wound in my life is I I hate rejection. Hmm. I mean, I don't know anyone who, like, thrives on rejection, but rejection hurts me uh, um, significantly. And I was really afraid to be rejected. I was really um I didn't want to be told that I was less than, and that's what I really felt hmm. from the first time. So, with Mr. Keegan's wise words, I'm like writing this essay and there's like so many essay parts to it and like tell me about how you became a believer, tell you <laughs> tell me what you want to do with this degree, tell me, you know, it's like a huge part. And if you guys um, didn't
0: know, Paige founded the uh, Southern Baptist Convention. <laughs> That's stop what she put there. It. No, I
1: did not. <laughs> Mike just got that out of thin air. <laughs> so, anyways, I'm writing this and. Um, People always talk about going to Bible college to get your MRS degree, and I made sure to put in there, I'm for sure not going to Moody to find a man. I don't need a man. I I want to go to change lives, and I want to... The only man I need is Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to go there to change lives, and I'm going to go there so that I can be better equipped to share Jesus with the nations and share it with the teen girls. Oh, a, You
0: you to the nations out there. Oh,
1: I mean, I was like, go into town. <laughs> so anyways... Turns out I got in, which um, was incredible. Guys, I was high on a cloud. I was so pumped. Um, and when I got in, I like, you know, you get the letter and it's like, congratulations, blah, 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 blah. it's a it great said,
0: letter to get, man. Let me tell yeah. you.
1: Yeah. And in the letter, it was like, you're not going to the main campus. You're going to Spokane campus. And I was like, I don't care. Did it
0: say one plus three on there? Did it have like the one No, plus I
1: wasn't one plus three. I was strictly Spokane. Oh, you reapplied. No. For Chicago? For Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, I yeah. did reapply. So I was like, oh, awesome. And I got home and I told mom and, you know, this is before texting was like really a thing. So I came home and I told mom and I did, you know, showed her the letter. And she's like, Paige, you didn't get into Chicago. I said, it's okay. I'm going to Washington. And she was like, Paige, do you <laughs> I can still vividly remember like we were in her bedroom she was laying on the bed I'm like telling her all about it and she's like she put her hand like where Tennessee would be and she put her hand where Washington would be and she was like do you understand like these are <laughs> very far from each other and I was like mom I got in I'm going <laughs> and that was like it was really hard for our family mm. um no one had left yet I my you know, mom and she I was were the really first
0: one in her town to get out. <laughs>
1: No, the person in my family. My mom and I are really close. We thought Chicago, which round trip, used to be $100. So my mom was like, well, I'll be up in Chicago all the time. My dad's a truck driver. He goes to Chicago all the time. Yeah, um, And I was like, no, 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 guys. I'm going to Washington. <laughs> um, and at one point, guys... Listen to how spoiled and entitled I was. I am so sorry, mom and dad. I am so <laughs> sorry. At one point we were talking about like, do I get a car out there? Do I not have a car? Trying to figure things out. And I was like, if I don't get a car out there, I'm driving my car to Washington and there's nothing you can do to stop me. Oh my gosh. I know.
0: Oh, I could can see Can you see imagine a little if Zayo
1: Adelaide did that? Who? Or Zola or Wonder
0: no or memphis (laughs) no memphis never do anything wrong he's perfect
1: i don't know memphis (laughs) would be the one he memphis isn't the most like me anyways so i say that to my mom and guys i my parents were very kind to me i got this brand new toyota yaris which i still miss and wish that i had today it had seven miles on it
0: what's the nickname you gave that car
1: Delilah, Delilah,
0: that's right.
1: And then Mike ended up naming his car Samson, which My, is not a great, like, mm, uh, namesake to go after,
0: guys.
1: <laughs> yes. But, anyways, My old, mine old, old was automobile. it was after Hey There, Delilah, what's it like in plain next? white tees? Yeah, uh, it was right at, during then that that came out, like 2008, 2009. Anyways, um, thank you, mom and dad, for the Yaris. I still love and miss that car. My dad said that he wanted to get me a small no-nonsense car.
0: That is a small no-nonsense Guys, car. Guys,
1: it did not have a radio when I got in oh, it. That's and right. I was trying like we get off the plane, <laughs> we go straight to the Toyota dealership cuz I'm so excited about this car. We get there, he's showing me the car, I get in and there's no radio and I'm like I'm trying so hard to have like a, a grateful heart. But guys, can you imagine driving around without does, a radio?
0: How do how do they sell a car with no radio? And
1: this is like I had a Razer flip phone, so like it's not like we were playing music on my phone or listening to my iPod or whatever. Like it didn't have a radio, <laughs> but I'm trying. Like it had automatic or it had um like the actual close to lock.
0: Yeah, every, and every, and everything everything it was, rolled out. Everything up. was manual in that. Everything
1: car. was manual. Um, because it was a small no nonsense car. It's
0: sweet cup holders though. It
1: did have sweet cup holders. Guys, are we selling you the CRS? Do you need to go get a commuter it's a great, car? It's a great Maybe. Car. Um, but I'm trying to be like so thankful for this car. And my mom sees this like single tear roll down my cheek, and she's like, Paige, what's wrong? And I was like, Mom, thank you so much for this car. Um, it it doesn't have a radio. And I'm like, try it. like I'm scar- <laughs> like, even today, I'm trying not I to. I wanted try the color pink. It.
0: This is blue.
1: I hate you. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for your sovereignty that I didn't act like that. Although I did say I was going to drive my car across country. Anyways, Allison Brady, I know you listen to these podcasts. I still remember the smell of the Jesus um, air freshener that you gave me (laughs) that I hung from the mirror. Uh, It had like Jesus on one side and the Virgin Mary. And I don't know, but it like my car stayed that smell forever. That's awesome. I don't know. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she also gave me this cute bag That was like one of those reusable grocery bags And on it it said "Is this sack religious (laughs) What?
0: What? You get it?
1: (laughs) The little things I remember So anyways I got into Moody I went to school there Um, I really loved Moody Guys, it was a great community Mm. Um, It's where I met Mike I told him that I would not (laughs) Marry anyone? Mike got in at the very tail end last semester of my uh, college career. Oh, I got in at the tail end, all right. Oh, that's oh, weird. That's, that's weird. weird. Um, <laughs> so Mike, Mike and I met at Moody, but also like one of my favorite things about going to Moody is that I have friends all over the country and all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I met incredible people, and I think we've said it several times on the podcast. Like I. Yes, I went to school because there's the school component, but I love school cuz I love people. And I just met some really amazing people who like are doing incredible things for Jesus. Yeah. Sometimes it's really cool to like open up Facebook and see like Oh, there's people that like are literally translating the Bible to other languages or like missionaries in the Congo.
0: Our friends flying out Amy Judd from a movie when she got injured. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're they're Bush pilots now.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, people are doing some really, really cool things. And I'm also like, I hate and love that I went to Moody because some of our dearest friends are hundreds of thousands of miles away. Mm -hmm. Um, Our friends in Buffalo, they're from Moody. We just Skyped some friends the other night, um, and they're...
0: In uh, Wisconsin.
1: Are they in Wisconsin? Minnesota. They're in Minnesota. I, thought it was, I think it's Wisconsin. Anyways, they're up north, and it's really cold there. Um, but I'm so thankful for Moody for what it gave us.
0: And to speak to her, like, <clears throat> her people aspect of it, my freshman year before I met her, I was a straight-A student. Um, we started dating, and I quickly became a C student.
1: Because, okay.
0: Because we, I, we tried, you know, like that cute boyfriend, girlfriend, like we're going to meet up and have coffee and do homework together.
1: That never worked.
0: No, it didn't. Because what would happen is I would start working on homework and Paige would be like, You want to go for a walk? You want to go do this? She was like a, was like a puppy.
1: I am a it was puppy. was like, like,
0: Hey, hey, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? So uh, then we quickly got a rule where w- we don't study we together. We don't study together at all.
1: You and Naomi studied a lot together. They were in student council together and yeah, like they and had Jeff this Burrell note card
0: and, system and, and Megan Briggs, we always did homework together. Yeah, that was they studied very well.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, here, here's the thing about Moody. Oh, that was another thing that I wanted to talk about. Here's the thing about Moody. <laughs> like the people that go there, the caliber of humans that go there. I was like, yeah, I know exactly why I didn't get in now. <laughs> <laughs> my first um day we had like orientation or whatever, and I'm meeting people, and they're like missionaries' kids, or their parents were pastors in like this church, and like like I may have lived at the church. The church was like their residency. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like they like they did the thing, um, and I'm meeting these people who have great testaments of faith, they've done some incredible things, and I'm like. Yeah, I'm just a girl in Tennessee who, like, really liked my church and, like, loves Jesus tremendously, but I'm nothing compared to y'all.
0: They're like, I have the forward in uh, two John MacArthur books. <laughs> like,
1: right, so right. Like, um, And then, like, we start talking and I figure out, like, oh, they know a whole lot more about Jesus than I think I'll ever know.
0: Um, That's why you went to Bible college so you could learn more. It's not because... It wasn't like a – and I think that's one of the misconceptions, too, when when we were there was, like, you didn't, like – you may have knowledge beforehand, you know, Mm -hmm. but, like, we're all there for the same reason. Yeah. You know, to, like, to gain the tools and the knowledge. But there's definitely, like – you're right. Like, there's definitely, like, a lot of people who came in with that, like, they're super, super intelligent.
1: Yeah. One of my, I mean, like, greatest friends, Jackie – like I, I remember Jackie with the
0: twins in Chicago. Stop it.
1: <laughs> well, now in Cleveland. <laughs> um, I remember meeting Jackie, and she. Okay, my favorite humans are people that I have to win their affection from because it like their affections like even more sweeter.
0: Oh my gosh, is that why you love me?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because I have to win you over. Um, My best friend, Sarah, like I tell her all the time, if I had met you now, I don't know if we would be friends because you intimidate me and we've been friends since we were five. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how to read you. She intimidates the crap out of me. Yeah.
0: I don't get intimidated.
1: Um, Jackie is one of the smartest people I've ever met. When I have her seal of approval, I'm like walking on air. I'm like (laughs) doing the thing. Uh, And I met Jackie and... um, I don't know where I was going with that, but I'm like, there's just like incredible people that you meet, and um, I'm just so thankful to Moody for giving me that experience. Mm-hmm. I went to school for counseling. Um, that's what got me there. And the more I, more I went to classes. Um, one of my electives was youth ministry, and I, um, I fell in love with teens. And I had always already been doing teen ministry, and I knew that I loved um, like teenage girls and that age group. Um, But then when I took this youth ministry class, I was like, yeah, that's what I want to do with my Mm -hmm. life. So after that class, um, or maybe like halfway through that class, I was like, I think I want to do um, this with my life. Well, Moody, our campus, didn't have youth ministry as a major, so I'd have to transfer to the Chicago campus. So I was like, okay, I I think I'm going to do that so I transferred or I applied and got in and I transferred and I took all my youth ministry classes with the same professor because uh, he was like one of two youth ministry professors um, my old youth pastor had left world outreach and had went to a church in Chicago and when I was moving to Chicago I like reached out whatever and he was like hey you should take classes by this guy he's on staff at our church blah 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 so I signed up for all of his classes, and that semester I took all youth ministry classes. I think I had three youth ministry and two histories. Guys, two histories at the same time. What was I thinking? Anyways, um, I cannot say how bad these youth ministry classes were. Like I had the most amazing professor and the most amazing class I had ever had in Spokane, and then I had these three classes where literally... I went in for a final, and the, the guy was like doing a slide of the like a presentation during our final or before our final. And he, it was a slide I, I still in, in my mind remember, and it's like these six teens all huddled together, like their arms around each other, laughing, and he was he said to me in the class, "Look at them, Just look at them. Don't you love them? <laughs> you just <laughs> have to love them if you're going to be in youth ministry." <laughs> and I was like, you're kidding, right? Like, this is what I'm paying money to, like, mm-hmm. learn? I already love teens. Like, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm in this class.
0: Yeah. Tell me how to. Right.
1: Tell me, like, great ways to build relationships. Or when
0: they call you because they're pregnant or drunk or got hit by their dad. Right. Like, like, the like crazy wh- crap. Like, tell me wh- how to process that.
1: Right. And I, needless to say, I came straight back I was at the Chicago campus for maybe six weeks, and I I said, you know, this isn't for me. So I came back to Spokane, and it was then that Mike and I met. Mm -hmm. We've alluded to this, and next week's episode is about how we met. But I said that I was coming back, and he was like, Baby, come back. (laughs)
0: Listen, if you love something, let it go. If it comes back to you, (laughs) you got it. Marry it.
1: So anyways, that leads you up to where we'll talk next week. So anyways, friends, thank you (laughs) for listening to my story. Obviously, it's nothing to the testament of Mike's. Like, Mike has a lot of, I feel like, glitz and glam and like, what? And God's redemption and glory. But what I want to say is thank you, friends um, who have mentored me for youth leaders who let me come to their house at 11 o'clock at night and just cry. (laughs) I was a dramatic teen. I'm positive of it. And thank you for being there for me. Um, really, my testimony is not a testimony of me or anything that I have done. And I I don't want to sound like I'm having a false humility. I mean that genuinely within the bottom of my soul. I am so thankful for the girls who are ahead of me in youth ministry that I looked up to, that I was able to see um, them living holy lives and... And uh, imitate them. I'm so thankful to the youth leaders who <laughs> spent countless hours just talking to me. <laughs> um, I'm thankful to my parents who raised me in the church, um, and because of that, I had great relationships. and And I'm I'm so thankful to Jesus who was constantly gracious to me. Um, and I and what I want to extend to y'all is that. Um, He is ready and willing to be as gracious to you guys as well. Um, I probably think that y'all are all believers. I know that there's some of you guys who aren't, but um, man, if you have not tasted and seen the goodness of God, there is just something different. There's something different that can be in your life that brings so much peace, that brings so much contentment. That brings so much joy. Um, and this, this is so not about me. And the more and more that I have died to myself and the more and more that I have become okay with this life not being about me, the more and more joy I have in my life to just be and to live a quiet and simple life doing the things of the Lord quietly. And I don't mean like quietly, like, shh, because let's be honest, I don't do anything quietly, but just like, don't let the right hand know what the left hand is doing. God says that all the time um, in scripture. And it is so cool to do that, to release things and just let the Lord take care of them. Yesterday I was driving in traffic and I made a big oopsie and it was awful. And the police officer yelled at me and i felt so small i mean just like so so small and it was one of those things that i knew was going to ruin my day i mean i just knew it and i was going to have a poor attitude for the rest of the day and i had to say like god will you please take this from me i can't do it like i cannot hold on to that anger and uh, bitterness i can't hold on to that resentment um I need you to to take this from me, and God, guys, God is so good to do that. If you, I, we talked about it in an earlier episode, if you hold things in your hand loosely, and you say, "God, would you please take this from me?" and you scrape it off your hand, and you give it over to Him. I mean, obviously, you don't have to do the hand scrapey offy thingy, but God is so gracious and so kind to do that. Um. And so I know my testimony, my life is not one of like crazy twists and turns, or I was <laughs> a shipwreck sinner who was out at the club or whatever. But um, I am so thankful that the Lord allowed me to stay in His hand. I am so thankful that the Lord put people in my life that helped me, and that has absolutely nothing to do with me, and 1,000% has to do with the graciousness, the kindness, and the goodness of God.
0: Guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to Paige's story. Thanks for listening to Laugh So You Don't Cry. Um, uh, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, The Facebook page, you can take a look at that, like it, whatever, do what you want to. Uh, The Instagram, share with your friends. Guys, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. We're just a married couple who have kids. We're nothing special.
1: But nope. We love Jesus and we want to love you guys too. Reach yeah. out. Tell us your story. Oh, we
0: love getting messages from you guys for real. Yeah. That's probably, it's one of my favorite things in the middle of the week, and I'm like at work doing my like my job and it's like bing ping. And like, oh, it's a message from somebody, and it's like, it's so cool to just see that stuff. So thanks for doing that, guys. We appreciate it. We appreciate you. Yeah. This is Last So You Don't Cry. Thank mm-hmm. you.